Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. They would come right over to his lunch table and and mess with him and tell him that he was worthless and that he should kill himself and and everything else and nobody saw it. I I don't get it. We asked students and we asked the teachers and stuff. Well, did you ever hear Aaron yelling back at these kids or? trying to defend himself, and um, everybody told us no. Aaron would just sit there quietly, and, and he would get upset, and then he would storm out of the lunchroom. Every night when I go to go upstairs, his room is right across from ours. I walk upstairs, and I look in there, and I still can't believe it, and I say goodnight to him, and I tell him that I love him. I don't get it either. I do not get it. Why this little boy, an Ohio sixth grader, was bullied and bullied and bullied. People making fun of his clothes. People making fun of him about every single thing. I've I've read so much about Aaron Fuller, how finally at the end he would just go and sit all by himself in the lunchroom and not even fight back against his bullies. And now Aaron is gone and left trying to put the pieces back together. His mom and dad, Tammy and Steve Fuller, who are joining me right now. If you have a child, if you have a grandchild, if you have a child that you love more than anything in the world like I do, please listen. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. They told him to do it. Quote, they told him to do it. An Ohio sixth grader, sixth grader commits suicide after bullies mock him, torture him, belittle him, berate him, encouraging him to take his own life. Straight out first to dad, Steve Fuller. Steve and Tammy, thank you so much for being with us. Did you have any idea, Steve, what was going on at school? Um, not, not at first. Um, and then, like we said, back in September when he tried to drink himself to death, he said he was just trying to forget everything that was going on. And um, we started to find out what was going on. So we contacted the school and told them they said they were going to um, try and get it to stop because they have a uh, no bully policy and uh, it just, it just didn't stop. Well, I don't, I don't know what that means to Tammy Fuller. This is Aaron's stepmom. What is a no-bully policy? Because I'm pretty sure my children, they're 11, that their school has a no-bully policy. But every day, I hear about bullying at school, even though there's a no-bully policy. What is a no-bully policy? Nancy, it's nothing. 
it, it's just a way for the schools to try to protect themselves. And I mean, when, it's not enough. What, what do you think it is? What do they claim it is? They said that they do whatever they can when they know it's happening. But they don't. Well, they had to know this was happening. You brought it to their attention, but it didn't stop it. They told us the, the last time we were up there that um, it was no uh, no bullying really involved the first few times that this happened, like back in September. Um, they said that that wasn't the kid being a bully. It was just being being a punk. Well, I don't know what the difference between that is, Steve. What 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 the difference is when you have a bully at school and you warn the bully and the bully does it one more time, the bully needs to go. Can can I just tell you something that happened for about I would say 2 years. My son John David and he is a gentle giant. He's already taller than me. Um and his sister, however, is much smaller. For two years, Steve and Tammy, he would come home and either he would tell me or his sister would tell me there was a guy who had been held back maybe one or two years. I don't know, but he was huge, even bigger than John David. And John David would get tripped or accidentally pushed down. And John David would always say, well, you know what? It might have been an accident, Mom. Please don't say anything. It'll just make it so much worse. And they started saying, the both of them, snitches get stitches. All right, so he convinced me that he thought there was a chance it was an accident, but it was always the same kid, all right? Finally, the third year on the playground, he punched John David in the stomach and then spit on him. Can I tell you how crazy I went? But I held it in. I held it in until 3 o'clock, and then I waited outside the principal's. And I talked and talked and talked and talked. And the next day, believe it or not, as I'm sitting there minding my own business, actually on a conference call, uh, another mom came up to my window. It was knocking on my window. I got off the call and let it down. I'm all like, hey. And she said the same thing had happened to her son and that there were a lot of other parents. And would I come to a meeting? I'm like, yeah, I'll come to a meeting. I got in the meeting, Steve and Tammy, and there were... 22 other parents, they were parents of 11 children, and there were apparently a lot of other parents that could not fit in the conference room that were not there. All of them had been punched, kicked, their pants pulled down, and then punched in the stomach, Um, all, all sorts of stuff with this one kid, and none of the other parents knew about the other one, and I looked around, I could not believe it, Steve, so it's hard for me to believe that the school didn't know Aaron was being bullied. And we know that they did, and they know that they did too. It's just you're talking about schools that you're going to try to go after to try to get some kind of answer, and they're only allowed to say so much or else they get in trouble. My oldest son, a friend of his, had some bracelets made up with in memory of Aaron on it, and he's not even allowed to pass them out at the school. I'm happy to say that finally, after all these parents came forward, and one of them even threatening to sue, they did get rid of the kid. All right, and from what I understand, he's already been suspended or thrown out at the next school. What I don't understand is why, when you know you have a bully, why it keeps going on and on and on. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Easy Breathe Ventilation. You've got to win that battle against musty, damp basement air 
with the Easy Breathe ventilation system. Listen, I've got a basement, I know. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, airborne particles by 85%. An Easy Breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. Just call 866-822-7328 or go to TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining me, Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family lawyer who's very well versed in this area of law. Dr. Bethany Marshall, renowned psychoanalyst from L.A. You can find her at drbethanymarshall.com. Nancy Willard, author, attorney, Be Positively Powerful, an empowerment plan for teens who are bullied or harassed. What a book. You can find it on Amazon. John Limley, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. But the reality of bullying can end like this. Tammy, do you remember when you learned that your other son had found Aaron and he had taken his own life? Yeah, I never ran upstairs so fast. Ever. That night, I think you guys had gone out for pizza to, to bring it home, you weren't gone for long. What happened when you got home? We called for Aaron. He didn't answer. I thought he was asleep. Um, so we sent Joe upstairs to get him, and that's when he started yelling. And Steve and I got up the stairs and immediately started CPR on him and called 911. We did CPR for a half an hour before the EMS got here and started and took over. But he was gone before we even started. Just thinking and looking at a picture of Aaron right now, he just is the most precious boy, just absolutely precious. And I'm thinking how things could have been so different and why it had to be this way. With me is Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family lawyer, We are talking about the completely avoidable death of a handsome, handsome little boy, an Ohio sixth grader who commits suicide after bullies at school, mock him, his clothes, everything about him. At first he would fight back, and then he just sat there and just took it. Kathleen Murphy, you have seen this over and over in your work. Why? What, what takes so long for the school to act? Nancy, I, I, I don't only see it in my job, but I have that experience 
among my son and his friends. And they just had the conversation. You cannot say anything to your teachers because it only makes it worse. You can't say anything to the guidance counselor because it'll only make it worse. You can't say anything to your parents because it only makes it worse. So not only are these children in a situation where they're being bullied, they, they don't know how to turn to the school or how to turn to their parents to resolve the problem because it is such a per, per, pervasive issue in the schools. And, and personally, I think schools are too big, and I think it's too much on some of the teachers and staff to have this on their plate. It is a lot to deal with. It, it, it involves mental health. And it involves social uh, status, and it involves just so many components. Well, I have a question. We need to shrink before I go to the expert, Nancy Willard, Be Positively Powerful, the author of that on Amazon, Dr. Bethany Marshall. I need to shrink. Number one, what is going on in the head of the bully? And what about all the children, the teens that stand on the side and do nothing. Well, in terms of the mind of the bully, the the bully becomes used to a power imbalance. You know, when your kids were little and you saw them play, um, one child would wrestle and be on top of the other, and then they would flip positions with the person who was on top being underneath. So there would be top, bottom, top, bottom. We see this in every aspect of the animal kingdom. Cats do it, dogs do it, squirrels do it, children do it, where they share power in play, okay? That is an important precursor to good mental health and good development and growing into adults where adults can share power positions with each other. One person can be one up and one down. For instance, little kids will say, I'm the king of the castle, you're the dirty rascal, or I'm the cop and you're the robber. And they'll play that way for a while, but then they will switch positions where the cop turns into the robber and the robber turns into the cop. Bullies get stuck in the power position. They are always the king of the castle. They are always the cop. They always take that one-up position. And I think sometimes it's because of what's going on in their family. It could be a powerful group psychology in the school. It could be that they're just really disturbed little kids. Nancy, not all kids who are disturbed are disturbed because they come from bad families. Sometimes they are born that way. And the best thing that the child can do who is being bullied is talk to some other person who is there, like a teacher, their parent, stay in a safe space, don't be isolated, good posture, stand up straight, look the other person in the eye. There are things we can do to help our kids to stop being bullied, but bullies are bullies. They're bullies forever. They, they will stay that way throughout the lifespan. Well, I want to go to Tammy and Steve Fuller who are joining us. This is Aaron's stepmom and dad. Steve, I know Aaron would tell you at some point, would tell you he was getting bullied at school. Did you feel helpless? Did you feel like there was something you could, you could do about it? What did you do and what was your advice to him? Well, I told him that to talk to his teachers and stuff and that I would go up and talk to him and uh, try to figure something out. Um, but we try to get Aaron to understand that, you know, you have to talk to somebody about it because if you don't, it just bottles up and it causes more problems than necessary. And so we would tell him to talk to his teachers and, and stuff, try to get moved from one spot to another so he'd stay away from them, which we were told by the teachers that they would make sure he was sitting in a different area in the, the lunchroom and stuff. And, and they would keep an eye on him because they didn't tolerate the bullying and stuff. And it just didn't work. I, I, I feel sometimes, Tammy Fuller, this is Aaron's stepmom, almost helpless because your child can beg you not to intervene because they think it would make it worse. And then you stand by, when I say feeling helpless, you want to do something, but you don't know what to do. Tammy, what did you tell him? That he could come to us. He could talk to us about anything and tell us what was going on, and we would try to do what we could do. Guys, we were talking to the parents of Aaron Fuller. They found Aaron dead 
in the home. They had only been out a short while to bring home a pizza. Joining me right now, attorney and author, Nancy Willard. Nancy's book, Be Positively Powerful, an empowerment plan for teens who are bullied or harassed. Nancy, I, I think we need help. I, I, I don't know if I mishandled John David and Lucy has girl bullies. Her girl bullies started in pre-K for Pete's sake. And I, I, I managed to help Lucy. Um, but I, with John David, it was too late. We were already in it that year. I couldn't get him in another class. I couldn't rearrange everything. It it just leaves you feeling so helpless, Nancy. Indeed. What educators were being told about bullying behavior was in part accurate. Um, Now, um, Bethany got, got it nailed right. She's talking about this this stuck in a mode of seeking dominance and this is dominance behavior related to that that relates to animal behavior sometimes the students who engage in bullying are the ones who are have also been bullied have experienced trauma and they're trying to fight their way kind of back up but a lot of the young people who engage in bullying are the popular leadership students whose staff think are just great. And what they are doing, especially as they approach puberty, is they are engaging in this favor to achieve, seek to achieve um, higher social status and dominance. And the other thing that I saw is that the approach that educators have been directed, and this is they've been directed by state statutes in every state, um, to respond to this is to make rules, the policy. This is against the policy. We have a no bullying zone, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and so they create the policy and they tell students to report and then, and, and um, reporting has profound risks snitches get stitches um so most young people don't report crime stories with nancy grace Joining me right now, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter John Limley. John, we've got it bass backwards this morning, and that's my fault. I didn't start with the facts. Tell me what happened. Nancy, the story begins just one Friday night after a week of work for uh, Steve and Tammy. School for the boys, Aaron and Joseph, uh, at home uh, while their parents went out to get some dinner, some pizza for a Friday night to sort of celebrate. There's another another week gone. We can say goodbye to that one. When uh, Steve and Tammy returned home uh, just about 45 minutes later, they walk in the door and call out to the boys that, you know, supper's here, come on down. And Joseph comes down, but no Aaron. And so they send, uh, Tammy and Steve send uh, Joseph upstairs to go get go get his brother. And that's when they hear him yell out. And then Steve and Tammy go rushing up. And that that's when they see this this horrible sight that their their son has hung himself with a belt. You know, when I'm hearing you tell the story, John Limley, it's so overwhelming. Guys, for those of you that need help, please call National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 800-273-8255, or text T-A-L-K TALK to 741-741. Listen. Family, friends, and their lawyer calling for change within the district. Brian Claypool is the Avalos lawyer. He says the school district knew she was being bullied for months and didn't do anything to protect her. He says Rosalie left a final note before taking her own life. In the note, she asked her parents not to show her picture at her own funeral. The fact that this little girl would be so verbally abused at a school to a point where she writes a suicide note to her parents saying, 
she doesn't even feel like she's worthy of a picture at her funeral speaks volumes. The Ukaipa Calamesa School District says their teachers and students are also mourning the loss of Rosalie. They released a statement that says in part, we strive every day to be a safe, supportive and engaging learning environment. We will continue to raise awareness and work with students and the community to support our children. Joining me, Tammy Fuller and Steve Fuller. They are the parents of sixth grader Aaron Fuller, who killed himself after being bullied and cyberbullied by people at school. Now, you were just hearing our friend at CBS News talking about another little girl about the same age as Erin Rosalia Avila, who hung herself after bullying. I mean, it's growing. There are more and more and more students this very age and even younger that are taking their own lives because they don't know what else to do. I want to go to Steve Fuller. This is Erin's dad. When you look back on it, do you think, oh, I should have, I could have, I would have? I mean, what what else could you possibly have done? We talk all the time about um, stuff that me and Joseph and Tammy and just everybody would try to talk to him and tell him, you know, don't worry about what they say because he he was in the band and stuff. He was he was really talented uh, playing the bass guitar, and we just tried to reassure him that he was doing a good job with that. And we just we tried to do everything we could to show him that his life wasn't as bad as they were trying to make it sound. I mean, when you went to the school, Tammy, what did the school tell you? I mean, did you alert? I, I'm sure you did alerted the school he was being bullied. I was at that school every time in front of the principals, and they promised me that they would take care of it. But the final straw was when Jim went, the superintendent said to me, it's just kids being bulls. It's not bullying. And I said to him, I send my children to the school thinking they're safe, and they're not. Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family lawyer, that just sends a chill down my spine. It's just kids being a-holes. That's what a bully is. Well, this is the same talk that parents would hear in the 1950s. It's just kids being kids. And then in the 70s and then in the 80s. we got to do a better job. We have to find that solution. And the solution involves us all. It involves our children being raised to be stronger. It involves the parents being in tune with those children like your guests are today. They were in tune with their son. It involves the teachers knowing their kids. It involves a smaller community of teachers and children in the classroom. And it involves a public service that you're doing right now today i know kathleen i'm sorry i usually always agree with you but i'm just hearing words 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 blah 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 because they did all that you're right they did all that and it didn't work and nothing happened and now he's gone i mean it it just just escalated oh i took my child out of school for a while because i don't he wasn't necessarily subjected to intense bullying but he felt very awkward at the school, and he felt a bit overwhelmed, and I brought him home for a while. Well, I'll tell you what we did. We, we, we decided to take the children out of that particular school, which had and has an excellent reputation, because it just seemed to me like nothing was getting better. And then I found out it wasn't just my son who I've always taught because he's so big, you're, you, you, you can't roughhouse too much. You can't hurt anybody. And we've instilled that into him. And then I felt, did I do the wrong thing? Should he punch this kid back? What, what, what should we do? Finally, I decided to just yank him out. And then at the very last minute, literally, as we were signing into another school and had toured it and the whole shebang, they 
kick the problem out. And now uh, there has been no discussion of boy bullying. Now, the girl bullying is a whole nother can of worms. Uh, Dr. Bethany Marshall, it's like the plastics, the mean girls times 100. And this, you know, all started in pre-K. I managed after pre-K when Lucy would cry the whole way home. She's a really quiet, very shy little girl. She would cry the whole way home every day after school. I can't take this anymore. It's just killing me. So from then on, I just simply had Lucy and John David in a different class than the bullies. And the bullies stayed in their class together. She had no more problems. I felt so bad for the other girls in the other class that had the bully, Dr. (laughs) Bethany. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Girl bullying is a whole nother can of worms. Uh, Dr. Bethany Marshall, it's like the plastics, the mean girls times 100. And this, you know, all started in pre-K. I managed after pre-K when Lucy would cry the whole way home. She's a really quiet, very shy little girl. She would cry the whole way home every day after school. I can't take this anymore. It's just killing me. So from then on, I just simply had Lucy and John David in a different class than the bullies. And the bullies stayed in their class together. She had no more problems. I felt so bad for the other girls in the other class that had the bully, Dr. (laughs) Bethany. Um, (laughs) Really. But it's not like the administration doesn't know. They know. know. So what is what is the thinking of these the administration that really just does nothing? Why are they so afraid to throw out the bully? Okay, Nancy. First of all, the thinking is the same as people who uh, witness spousal abuse, child abuse. Somebody's being perpetrated on in the neighborhood, and they don't call adult protective services. They don't call. Uh, child abuse hotlines, they always imagine, they, they think they're imagining it and they do not want to get somebody in trouble. But I can tell you, if you see a child bullying another child, you are not imagining it. And remember, I talked about play. Bethany, where- Bethany, I got to tell you a story that happened to me. Okay. I was at a book signing and it was at my first um, nonfiction. So it was a long time ago. Objection. And a woman came up to me and I thought I recognized her, but I wasn't sure. And she said, I don't know if you remember me, but when we were in the, I think she said eighth grade or 10th grade, she said, I was getting bullied. And you came in between me and the bullies and yelled at them and told them to leave me alone. When she said that, it triggered a memory. And this was a girl who was just the cutest thing ever. And she lived with her grandma. I, don't, I never knew where her parents were. I mean, when you're a kid, you don't think about, wow, what happened? Where are your parents? But the grandma would make her outfits, okay? So she would always wear a matching ensemble. Okay. Now, for an adult, that may be great. But when you're wearing a plaid pair of pants, a plaid jacket, a plaid shirt, and a plaid hat (laughs) to school, and then the next day you wear a a velvet green jacket, a velvet green pair of pants, you know, and a velvet green hat to school. I mean, I mean... uh, (laughs) For kids, that's not the way they dress. That's the way your grandma dresses. And they were beautiful clothes, but everybody would make fun of her every day. And I remember this. When she came up and said that I I hadn't thought of it since then, there were like three other girls, or maybe four, and they had her kind of like back in the corner. We didn't have lockers. We had cubby holes. And she was against the cubbies, and they were all like haranguing her about her clothes. And I hardly even remembered it. And all it took was, leave her alone. You're mean. You're just mean. Go bother. Go, go, go away. Go bother somebody else. And they all just dispersed like roaches. <laughs> it was just one sentence. Believe me, I was not a hero. It was just that. And they all went away. And sometimes I think that's all it takes. Just somebody. I'm surprised they didn't punch me in the nose. Looking back on it. But. Sometimes it just takes one sentence or somebody just call them out one time. 
Well, Nancy, there are positive uses of power and negative uses of power. The bully abuses power. What you did for your friend who, bless her heart, she was a moving target in her all plaid outfit, is that you engaged in a positive use of power. And that, for any parent who's listening, that is a very important thing to teach your child to do. It's, teach them to do things as simple as to stand up straight, not lean over. Teach them to look the bully in the eyes. Maybe if they focus on the color of the other person's eyes, it will give them the bully the perception that that person is on the same level. Teach them not to turn their back to the bully. Teach them to stay in public places like sitting right behind the school bus uh, driver or um, staying near the teacher's desk so they can't be bullied. Nancy, the most startling thing I ever saw in terms of helping bullies to stop bullying was a tape by Virginia Satir, who was one of the founders of Family Therapy. And in it, what she did, there was a, a girl who was being aggressed against by her brother. And she got the family on a stage and she made the brother get on his knees, hands and knees or knees, and beg the sister for forgiveness. And she made him do it again and again and again, that he had to learn to ask for forgiveness. And now I know now that what she was doing was she was putting the little sister in the one-up power position. She was sitting higher in a chair. The brother was Well, I appreciate that. And I'm glad it worked for them. But with Tammy and Steve, they kept going to the school and, and trying to change that dynamic you're telling me about. And according to them, the school district told them there was nothing that could be done because Aaron had, quote, participated in an online exchange. And I guess what they mean by that, Steve, is he responded to the cyber bullies online when they were antagonizing him. And Jackie here in the studio, Steve, just brought something up that bullies have been around forever. But it seems like cyberbullying, but you didn't used to hear about kid suicides. But with cyberbullying now, the kid suicide rate has soared. Tell me about Aaron's cyberbullying online. Well, he came downstairs one day upset, and I asked him what was going on. And he told me that the kids that were bullying were on this Snapchat or whatever it is. They were online, and I had him bring his phone down, and it was showing me all the stuff that they were saying. But what he didn't tell me is, he was erasing the stuff that he was saying back to him. So we had got hold of the school, and then the school got hold of the other boys and talked to them, and they said, well, he was saying stuff back to us. So they asked us through their phones, and then they told us the, the stuff that Aaron was saying back to him, and Aaron's friends were also chiming in on was what Aaron was saying and if they didn't they were going to have to deal with all of Aaron's friends and you know I'm hearing you Steve and I'm hearing you I just want to say one thing I've discovered Steve and I discovered it when I was writing a book and I'm working on it right now called don't be a victim and there's a whole section there about school school safety and a large degree is about bullying um, I learned with the cyberbullying, it gets so intense and it's so easy to just fire off a, a text or a Snapchat or an email and you don't even think twice, it takes 15 seconds, but then it's there forever. I found out about this uh, thing called BARK, B-A-R-K, and I'm plugged into the children's phones for all you parents listening whenever there's anything there's profanity there's violence there's bullying there's sex there's all these things whenever anything remotely like the word slap or hit it may it be completely out of context but i get an alert on my phone i get an email immediately going there is a problem on Lucy's phone. And I immediately look up to see what the problem is. A lot of times she's downloaded a video where the word is in there and it's not an actual exchange. But it's so scary. Things pop up all the time. Tammy, I, I think Jackie may be right. 
here in the studio with me because bullying has been around forever, but we did not see a wave of children committing suicide. It seems like the the change has been the cyberbullying, Tammy. I agree. In fact, two weeks after Aaron died, there was another boy from the same school that hung himself because of the same reason. You're kidding. No, no, I'm not. Oh, my star. He died on the 26th of January, where Aaron died on the 11th. What is the school saying? Nothing. At all. Tammy, I... Believe it or not, I'm actually speechless. John Limley, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that in one school, in a a space of weeks, two young children committed suicide because of bullying. What school district is this, John Limley? Who is this? It is unfathomable. Uh, what is going on in schools these days. Um, we were talking earlier about Rosalie, uh, the the first sound we heard, uh, Avila, Rosalie Avila. And she experienced nonstop verbal abuse. But to make matters worse, classmates were circulating a video portraying what an ugly girl looked like and what a pretty girl looked like and used a picture of Rosalie to portray the ugly girl. And forgive me for interjecting my own opinion, but she was anything but ugly, a beautiful child. The video was circulated throughout the school and online. It went viral, and it's so sad. In her suicide note, Rosalie apologized to her parents for being ugly and asked that in her obituary, they not post her picture so people wouldn't make fun of her. Nancy Willard, attorney and author of Be Positively Powerful, an empowerment plan for teens who are bullied or harassed. I mean, what do you make of talk like that? What is happening in schools, if you look at the data, and by the way, if you're writing a chapter on bullying, I'd love to share data with you. Um, What schools are doing, flat is not working. We have data from the Center for Disease Control asking students about being bullied. They really started asking the question in 2009. There has been no decline. What happens when these incidents are reported? Because they've got this very strict definition of bullying in the statutes. Um, The principal tends to rationalize. They rationalize in four ways. They say, Um, it it was kids being kids, uh, locker room talk. Um, It's not bullying, so there's nothing I can do. Your child is overreacting, and if your child would just stop blank, then this wouldn't happen to your child. Um, And and part of the problem is our schools, our educators, uh, school leaders are so overwhelmed by the lack of funding and by this myopic focus on test scores they don't have time to deal with this, but we've had this rash of school shootings. It's the same, I mean, the, the data show that the young people who engage in school shooting also have been bullied. And what we've Okay, hold on is, just a moment. Wait a minute. I want to back it up to that issue about yeah. the bullies to Steve and Tammy Fuller. Tammy, did you know who the bullies were? Yep, all four names, but the parents didn't know. Why weren't they ever kicked out? That's a good question. You should ask Lake Oakland Schools that, because they won't tell me. Steve, do you have any idea? What, I mean, were the were they ever placed on suspension or kicked out or anything? No, and from what I was told by a few different people, that the mother didn't even know. And the mom was not notified at first. And then we found out at Aaron's funeral that the boy and his mom came to Aaron's funeral and he signed Aaron's casket. Let me ask you this, Steve. You say that at night. You still say goodnight. You know, I still talk to my dad like he's right here with me. And I think it's just because I can't think that he's gone. Do you ever feel like 
Aaron is trying to give you a message or reach you, Steve? Absolutely. Yesterday there were songs that come on the radio and I just broke down and started crying. My wife asked me what was wrong. Um, and then she heard the song and she knew immediately that I was thinking of Aaron and it, it, it breaks my heart because I also found out that there's a little boy that has autism at that school and he was being picked on and Aaron would try to help them out. And um, they were really close friends and he was, he was being picked on on the bus just a few few weeks ago, and um, his mom went and talked to the principal and them at the school, and they sent him home with a pair of headphones so he didn't have to listen to the bullies on the bus. Why is everybody so worried about the bully? It may not be effective. Hey, I have an idea, Steve Fuller and Tammy Fuller. Throwing the bully out of school may not be effective in rehabilitating the bully, but I guarantee it'll be effective for saving the victim. Why not just kick the bullies off? I, 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 I don't get it. I mean, Kathleen Murphy, what am I missing? Why not kick off the bully or kick out the bully? Why do you put the bully ahead of the other children? There are plenty of alternative schools that can have the bully. If they have a no bully policy, why isn't it set up to where the first time the kid gets suspended, the parents get notified. The second time it happens, he gets expelled. Or the third time, somebody's going to commit suicide and the parents to Tammy Fuller, Aaron's stepmom, you were so close to Aaron. Do you feel that he is trying to give you messages? Is he trying to communicate with you in any way? Every day. Yeah, little things. I'll hear something fall and I'll say, oh, Aaron's here. I know he's here. I know he's with us. He comes to me in dreams. I know he's there. John Lumley, I don't understand what, why, why it's still happening. How many children have to commit suicide and endure suffering at this school and other schools and nothing is done? Uh, the, probably the same administration is still in place. Nothing has changed. And it's amazing, Nancy. Uh, kids are amazing, period. But what they can find to make fun of, uh, everything with Aaron it was if he forgot to pack his lunch and didn't have money, uh, telling him that his parents must not love enough, love him enough to feed him. They made fun of the way he dressed. Uh, in fact, at, at Christmas, he didn't ask for a lot, but what he did ask for were uh, clothing, shoes in, from brand names because he'd be made fun of if they were not. Uh, he would trade out a, a pair of new shoes from Walmart for an old pair of Nikes. So old, the shoe, the soles were falling off, but the name brand was better to ward off the taunts. And school districts just don't seem to be able to keep track of all this when I guess there are so many other issues at hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. John Limley. You just heard Tammy and Steve say they told the administration they did know about it. It's not a matter of keeping track because they're overwhelmed. That's their job. Their job is to keep track of it. To Steve and Tammy, to you, Steve, you guys spent so much time with Aaron. And you did everything right. So what is your message, Steve? What is your message to parents listening now? Parents that are worried. Parents like me, I'm worried. I'm worried. What can you tell me? Well, you you said that we spent a lot of time with him and we've done everything right. But no matter how much time you spend with the children or you ask questions and stuff, 
you can't always do everything right. And you have to teach your kids that no matter what their choices are, everything's not going to be right. But you do the best you can. My message would be talk to your kids every day. Ask them how school was. Sit down at a family dinner every day and find out what's going on in your kids' lives. Because if you don't, and you don't try to protect them in some way, then it eats at you. Guys, with me, Tammy and Steve Fuller, the parents of Aaron Fuller, a sixth-grade boy that thought there was no other way to end his bullying other than to commit suicide. God rest his soul. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. Easy breathe ventilation. Just imagine getting into a hot, stuffy car in the middle of the summer. You know how it cools off so much faster when you roll down the windows first to get rid of all the hot air? Well, that is exactly how an easy breathe basement ventilation system works. And I've got a basement. Remove all that musty, damp, stagnant air. Replace it with fresh, clean, dry air. Take charge of your own air with Easy Breathe Ventilation and get $250 off today. Ask about DIY kits. Do it yourself. Visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com or just call 866-822-7328. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.